And okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back with another episode of Before the Three Count. But this isn't just another episode, no. This is a very, very special episode because yours truly, along with the co-host with the most... Unnamed host. No AKA today? MC Gusto. MC Gusto <laughs> in the house! Uh, <laughs> Yes. Straight out of low cash. I like it. So, yes, Mr. No Name, a.k.a. Mr. MC Gusto, uh, along with yours truly, we have a very, very special guest today. We have someone who, yes, someone who we've both known for a long time now, a long number of years. Mm -hmm. We have probably one of the best referees to ever come from the New England area. Yes, sir. We have the one... The only, you all know him as Zach the Ref. Uh, thanks for the kind intro. I wouldn't go that far, but thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Yes, thank you for coming on board. We're uh, very excited to have you on here and uh, to have a discussion. We've uh, we've both known you for a long time. I, I feel like I've known you since you were a wee little lad. <laughs> I would say... F- 15 or 16 that's not a wee lad but it's young enough <laughs> it's young enough <laughs> in, indeed indeed and uh so i think that's probably a great segue um i've met you when you were 15 16 how old were you when you got into wrestling 14 and a half that's crazy Dad, I, yeah. was, I was actually uh wrestling in high school uh was trying to lose weight at the Westwork Civic Center, and I noticed that there was a poster for a Power League wrestling event. So the guy that was running the Civic Center at the time, I'd bother him every day to put me in touch with the promoter. That way I could you know, set up the ring or whatever. Then finally one day he's like, if you stop bothering me. And I think it was Carlos. Uh, Carlos Arenas, Mr. Wrestling. Okay. Uh, he, Shane Simons. Calls me, he's just like it was really brief to the point. He's like, uh, is Zach Carter there? I'm like, yeah, this is him. That's my mom gave me the phone. He's like, all right, we'll set up the clock if I remember. See you there, click, and that was it. Oh, wow. showed up at the ring, and that was it. Off and running. Okay, okay. So when you first started, you you set up the ring. Did you do anything else, or was that that it that day? That day, you know, just a little uh, bring stuff to the back, ring the bell. Oh, okay. Of course. Were you, were you uh, originally a fan of professional wrestling before you? Uh, oh yeah. I, okay. I started watching wrestling as a child. I remember when I was at my dad's <clears throat> apartment, and uh, at the time he used to his next door neighbor downstairs. He had two daughters, and they used to watch. Punk. Then I, you know, would started watching, and finally just became enamored with it back in like '95, with all the characters when it was like you know, Razor. Little Sean, Don, mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett. So I got in around that. I still remember the first house show I went to in Providence. The main event was Undertaker and Diesel versus Kama and Sid. So long time ago. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a, <laughs> one of those big horse type <laughs> matches. <laughs> yeah. Kicking it old school. Kama Mustafa. Right? He stole Undertaker's urn, melted it down, made it into a gold chain. Yeah. <laughs> around that <laughs> old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic stuff. Right? So uh, who, who were your favorites back then? Favorite Shawn Michaels. Okay. HBK. Okay. But, so, I mean, he's my all-time. And then, you know, this is the sub people like Bunkhouse Buck or Bobby Eaton and Gino Hernandez, Rick Rude. Nice, nice. Some definite old-school classics. Rest, rest in peace. Bobby Eaton just passed away recently. Most yeah, definitely. unfortunately. Yeah, very sad. Now, Zach, did you uh, did you also want to be a wrestler at first, or? So yeah, I you know like anyone else, I wanted to be a wrestler, and I I I was like, I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be on television, and you know, as a kid, I had all the figures, hundreds of tapes, every magazine, and then after I 
did my first show, I didn't do anything. Like, well, basically set up the ring, whatever you want to call it. I didn't do anything until about four months later, and that's how I got involved with Top Rope at the time. Mm-hmm. They did a show in West Warwick, and I was setting up the rings for them. <laughs> and then I, in uh, September year, I want to say I finally figured out school in Pawtucket. Mm-hmm. And at the time, um, it was set up. Bob Evans, I think, was teaching Monday for Slam Tech in the early beginnings, which that was a separate school, and then it was wrestling mm-hmm. and Fred Curry would train night and then the other two nights were black were Blackheart and Vega the- interesting I didn't know the about first, this the first night I went you know that you know, body mm-hmm. picks me up to give me a body slam I hooked him around the throat started choking him because I freaked out of the of the height <laughs> and then like, oh, wrestling's not for me I'm not gonna do this and I was ready to and they're like, why don't you think about refing? I was like, you know what? That's to jump off the top rope. I don't have to take body slams. And be a, you know, taking simple bumps. You know, don't have to. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> now, as a ref, too, you're almost like the quarterback of the match, right? Because sometimes you have to make audible calls. And, you know, if something happens throughout the match, is that true? Hurt. You need to know what you're doing, and you know, listening. Hard about. I mean, because guys can say one thing for a finish, but you know, if they, if you're shooting for TV, it could be something different. If you're coming close to the time cue, because there's no redos over in wrestling in front of a live audience, or you know, especially like if they're you know calling something on the fly. Or if they, you know, planning something that wasn't planned in the locker room for like a finish, you just need to know what's going on. So you have to listen. So have you ever got like lost in a moment where you sort of forgot like a cue or something that needed, you know, a wrestler needed to be instructed? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. When okay. I first started, there was <clears throat> I can't think of a specific match. I think of a couple times where I was just sitting there. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Forget <laughs> what I was like even doing because I was so young, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna get back into this. <laughs> and uh, like you said taking taking bumps in the match like how how is it with are the wrestlers are they like gentle with you guys or are they like our oh, refs you guys can take pretty much what we can take so when i was brought in uh, they were not gentle with me um how i learned <laughs> how to bump was the three people that helped me out at that time were jose perez don vega and blackheart okay and if anyone meets Blackheart or Richie today, they're, they're kind of like low key and laid back and relaxed. But back then, they were both, you know, they were much more not nicer people. And I remember like time in practice that, you know, we were, I would still wrestle sometimes, but not really doing a lot of stuff. We would just practice chain holds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm working with Don Vega, and Blackheart comes in and just took his knee pad, which he had a brace on it, and literally just kicks me as hard as he could in the stomach. And he, uh, as I'm gasping for a breath, he just blows a kiss at me and goes, come on, get up, let's go. And then brings me in the corner and chopped me a couple times. <laughs> wow. I, yeah. I, I can't picture that from Blackheart. I picture that from Vega. Uh, <laughs> Actually, but, believe uh, it or not, back then, Richie had the, the out of the two, he had the, you know, the reputation, but Richie was more uh, gentle with me back then than than Blackheart. I mean, Chris That's today so is a wonderful person and he's calmed down, but back then he was. Oof. <laughs> I mean, today he's so calm, like you know, he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, whatever, you know, gotta. Because Kathy keeps him in line, probably. Maybe that's it. All good. How many how many matches are you uh, referencing tonight at on a show given? It all depends. I mean, if if it's an eight match card, it's anywhere from two to three. Okay. There's been times where I've ref ten matches because you know the promoter put a lot of matches on the card and no referees have shown up. I was gonna say, does that when there are other refs on the show, does that bring any like drama as far as like a, a ref like, oh, he's getting more you know matches than me, or pretty much is it you know the pay- I mean, this- there's always been jokes over the years, like ref heat, but I mean, yeah. with me, I never really cared about it. I mean, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I want to work with this name or that guy or whatever. But I mean, yeah. after a while, it just doesn't mean anything. It's just, right. to me, it's more or less to make sure the match goes over well and make sure that, 
you know, you do your part, keep the heat off yourself and make sure that the guy stay out of the way, not noticeable and make sure that the match is as good as possible. Right, right, right. Nice. I wasn't sure if like if you guys got compensated by how many matches you ref or if it's just like a flat fee at the show. This is what you're giving it. You know, Same can... thing as the wrestlers, just a flat okay. fee. Oh, okay. All right. Not not bad. So, two hot dogs and a handshake. <laughs> no, that, that's wrestler pay, brother. We get a half hot dog and a handshake. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. So how many promotions have you had uh, the pleasure of uh, referring? Too many over the years. Yeah, man. Mostly on the East Coast, or have you gone to other territories? I've worked in, uh, me and Jay have toured Canada once. That was a fun time when getting stuck in the snow. <laughs> Maine, New Hampshire, all six New England states, New York, New Jersey, Maryland, <clears throat> South Carolina, mm-hmm. Alaska, West Alaska. Virginia, Oof. Pennsylvania. I'm thinking well, you've been all over the place. Yeah, Washington, D.C. we've done. Yep. That was a good time. A little bit of everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and which one, uh, which ones are your favorite areas? Is it mostly home here in New England or somewhere else? So each area has their own like unique, distinct fans, I would say. Um, I mean, like the southern New England area is more of, um, you know, old school type wrestling. Right. And, you know, they appreciate that. When you go up to Maine, it's more of like laid back and you know there's some fans that are smart and know what they're doing so like the top of the new england states i would say more like 80s wf type style mm-hmm. and then down here can either be like you know the traditional wrestling or they like that fast-paced style like you know new york and new jersey does mm-hmm. okay but i mean it, there's, there's really no style i mean it all depends to what the fans like and the guys that are performing each brings their own different style to the table which makes it unique Okay. All right. And I guess that too, a lot of these shows, uh, fans get a little rambunctious. Have you ever had to, like, you know, hold back a fan from trying to enter the ring? Or if they enter the ring, you know, you have to, you know, put feet in, you know, hands and feet on them? Like, has that ever happened? <laughs> I've seen, when I was doing security, I've seen a couple fans try and enter the ring, and I've seen one <laughs> fan get punched out. But I've never had that while I was refing. I mean, I, That's good. I think there was, I think there was one night where, just held held a fan back, but I never witnessed it. Thank God, while I was rep. <laughs> I can remember stories when I was doing security. Uh, you know, uh, one night, uh, I think it was a top rope show in New Bedford. Uh, mm-hmm. Some fan got smart with Don Vega and said something, and Richie just knocked, <laughs> cleaned his clock. Yeah, he'd be the wrong fella I would try to mess with. Right? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good night for him. Now, if it was like tiny to terrible, I wouldn't be as scared. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, oh, does that happen a lot, though, in the indies? Like, you always saw it. No, you know, it's like... not common. It's oh, okay. not really that common. Usually, okay. the only time when that happens is if someone's had too much to drink and, yep. you know, they, the Hulk juice is running high and they think that they can take someone. Oh, okay. All right. I would say, uh, GA, have you ever had any situation where a fan tried to get a little overzealous with you? Um, thankfully not like in the ring. Uh, I had an incident in Vermont one time where, uh, we had to have security escort me to the back, um, for a fair show in Vermont. I was a heel and, uh, let's just say, uh, the crowd didn't take too kindly to a, uh, black guy beating their, their local champion. Uh, was that the Swan Heritage Festival or whatever it was up there? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And uh, so I had to get escorted to the back with security to make sure, like, I didn't get, like, lynched. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, so, Zach, uh, in the last show, G.A. was mentioning some of his road stories with some of, you know, the legends that he grew up watching. Uh, being a ref, have you had a chance to, you know, uh, ride in the, the cars with some of the wrestlers that you might have grown up watching or, you know, just have a you know, respect for, high regard for? Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was fortunate enough to do a show with Shawn Michaels. So going back to my childhood, I uh, you wow. know, got to meet him and actually was on a show with him. Uh, how, was he as a, how was he? 
real down to earth. I, yeah, I mean, this was after, you know, like, everyone always says that, you know, there was two Sean's, I guess. There was yeah. the, the pre-90s before he retired, and then when he came back after he found religion. And when I met him, he was most nicest guy in the world. Okay, okay. I was, me and GA had gone to a show in New York for uh, Ted DiBiase, and it was a four-match card. And at the time, it was, uh, they had Mercedes Martinez versus Cindy Rogers, and... Luna Vachon in a three-way. Oh, wow. Kamala versus Doink, uh, Ray Apollo. Then they had D.H. Smith, which is British Bulldog son, versus Teddy Hot versus Johnny Over in a ladder match. Mm-hmm. And they, the main event was the dream team of Beefcake and Valentine versus Tito and Duggan. But Sean was there. Mm-hmm. And when I went downstairs to the um, like to the, the pre-meeting for the show, his back was towards me. And I'm like, oh. And then he just stood up, shook my hand, was like, hey, I'm Sean. Nice to meet you. And I, I didn't really couldn't say anything at that point in time because you know it was my role model growing up. And then I remembered, you know, later on that night, he actually watched one of the matches and gave me some advice, and I didn't even ask him. Oh wow! It was, it was pretty. It was a pretty good day for that. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> I was Ooh, saying, actually, that, I was on that show. Uh, I took on Justin Glory uh, on that. Yeah. Okay. What promotion was this? For DiBiase. Oh, okay. All right. I was say that the the card sounded like it was packed. That's for sure. Um, yeah, it was in a ch- church in Long Island on the altar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty wild. They put the they put the ring on the altar. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I was gonna say I, I know wrestlers sometimes have matches that they don't want to be in. Uh, but I was gonna say as a ref, has there been any matches where you like I don't want to ref this that ref this particular match or you know. Sometimes with that, it could be like the hardcore. It's just because okay. I don't want to. I don't like blood, and I don't want to ever. I mean, uh, it's very rare in this business you've ever heard of bloodborne illnesses and guys getting it. But I just, yeah. uh, I never been one for guys bleeding all over the like bleeding. You know, like right, right, right. matches. But it's right. weird because when I was a kid growing up, I loved hardcore wrestling. Like I had wicked a lot of tapes from Japan, like Big Japan Wrestling, FMW, <laughs> The Barbed Wire, Thumbtacks. Yep. All that stuff, and I loved it as a kid. But after I got involved in it, it was just something I never really liked doing. But I mean, I'll still ref it. I'll never flat out refuse ever refing anyone's match. Okay, and plus, it's like there's like health reasons too with, with blood, you know, flying up in the air and stuff like that. You never know what you could catch. You know what I mean? Right. I I wouldn't say it's so much the blood. It's like the weapons, like the thumbtacks and stuff. You know. Gotcha. <clears throat> Got all of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but um, so where did you guys um? How did you guys meet? Like, um, what we show? Any WA actually? Oh, yeah, NWA run oh, by okay. uh, Quentin Michael. Ah, oh, that's a blast from the past. A name I've heard in a minute. <laughs> there was a there was just an awkward man standing in the back one day, <laughs> standing there. <laughs> With his pa- partner at the time and everyone that was around, like, who the heck are these two guys? Oh, was this during the, the solution days? Yeah, because right. like, yes. we were when we were broken in the business. You were taught like you know you don't bring your bag in the locker room unless you're booked. If mm-hmm. you're booked, you, know, you go in, shake everyone's hand, no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember the first time meeting GA, he was just standing there and hit. was it Craig Stratton? I believe we're just in there talking. At the time, he was Chris and Getty, but yes, he'd go on to be Craig. They were just hanging out amongst themselves, and all the boys were trying to figure out who it was. And then (laughs) I think eventually I weaseled my way over there. I was like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" (laughs) Yep, pretty much. (laughs) And hit it off from there. Um, It's funny. Uh, You know, I'm a. Not to say I'm an awkward person, but yeah, I guess I'm a little bit of an awkward person. Oh, uh, you're very but, awkward. <laughs> you know, I'm shy. Like, you know, I'm very to myself. Um, <laughs> I know that sounds funny being a wrestler, but, uh, <laughs> you know, within my, when I'm not in the ring, like within myself as a person, yeah, I'm just kind of very to myself and within myself. Like an introvert. And, uh, yeah, yeah, an introvert. And uh, so, you know, Chris slash Craig, uh, he was the only only guy I knew. And uh, so we showed up there. And uh, for us, this is our, also our first time wrestling, really. Uh, prior to this, I had done one other show where I uh, teamed with Mike Bennett. Uh, sorry, let me pick that name up off the ground. 
Shout out but, to Mike uh, Bennett. Right, shout I, out. I remember that Fall River, Matt, Fall River show. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so that was my only experience. <laughs> right. Yeah, talk about some badness, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, that was my only experience uh, to that point. Uh, uh, Chris, he didn't have any matches to that point. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. He had done a singles match for a Kowalski show. Okay. Um, so uh, so yeah, so here we are now as a tag team. This is our first time like teaming together as a real tag team. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we've got this big gimmick, big big shoes to fill. They they're telling us that they're going to push us to the moon. Um, and so yeah, we're just in there in the back, and here comes Zach. Just you know, he I think one of the reasons why we hit it off. Zach's mm-hmm. very outgoing uh, type person, and he'll talk to anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so came up, and you know, we've been cool ever since. He's, he's been part of the inner circle. Actually, what was funny about that, going back to what you said, any fans ever get too rowdy? That was the first night I met your uncle, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the funniest part about that was, is I don't remember. I think you guys did a run in to establish yourselves that night. But the funniest thing yeah. was, is like Doc's standing up and he's trying to like get in the ring, and we're like, "What the heck is this guy doing?" And like I remember him just like. Like, he's, like, you know, talking trash to, like, the heel wrestlers. Like, hold me back, ref. Hold me back. I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> and, and and then, you know, afterwards, you know, you were telling me it's your uncle, it's your uncle. And I was like, oh, okay. But it was just right. funny. He's like, hold me back, ref. Hold me back. And I'm like, wait, what? What? Why? <laughs> I was so confused because I'm like, here's this fan that, you know, is trying to get in the ring. And if he does, they're going to deck him. And we don't want right. that to happen. And he's telling me to hold right. back. <laughs> and then I Classics. believe it was it was a show or two after that where I first met him. But the funniest part about that was it was in the middle of winter, and we all went out to eat afterwards. And then leaving the restaurant, I don't know if you remember this, Brian. GA gets a flat tire, so we're sitting there in the middle <laughs> oh, of Quincy. I don't remember this, but <laughs> we're sitting there in the this. middle of Quincy in the middle of winter. Uh-huh. And what did GA do? Up, oh, turns off the car because he wants to save gasps. <laughs> oh, it's negative ten degrees outside. We're all freezing. <laughs> and I remember, like, oh, can you turn on the car? He's like, oh no, the AAA will be here in a few minutes. Don't worry, no worries, guys. <laughs> so finally, to the point where someone's like, here's five or ten dollars. Turn the heat on. The tow truck shows up, fixes the tire. We drop you guys off, and then mm-hmm. the person he was dating at the time was down here in Rhode Island, so we drive down. I couldn't get into the club, mm-hmm. and he's, like, telling them, oh, my dog's outside, and he let, continues to let them think that I'm his pet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yo, y'all got good memories. I do not remember none of this. <laughs> oh, good man. <laughs> I, I remember the flat tire and I do I remember the dog the, the whole confusion about all that. I'm like, yeah, my dog's outside in the car, he can't get in. But like, Well you didn't yeah. correct him though, did you? That's the reason well, why they thought I was a pet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this one you had the Kia? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. The Kia. Oh, okay. And then we'll, okay. And then the rest of that night was he he drops me off at his house when he was living in Waltham. He's like, I'll be back in the morning. There's some bananas and crap in the fridge. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> and he just goes. And the next day, we're supposed to go to Connecticut. And it's like 11 o'clock. I'm waiting. He just comes flying in the door at 12 o'clock. I had a long night. <laughs> Gee, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good times. Good times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, that was That's a good promotion, too. NEW has some notable, notable styles. Yeah. 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 A lot, I think, of, a lot um, of big names have come from there. And yeah, because they had a lot of KL guys too, right? I want to say. Because um, um, homeboy from the, the Viking Raiders, isn't he from, wasn't he uh, NEWA too? Yeah. Um, yep, Todd well, Hansen. Yeah, Todd Hansen. Yeah. Todd Hansen was there, but he he initially started in uh, NWA New England as Handsome <laughs> Johnny Blue, I believe. Oh, yes. Okay. Who's the handsome one? <laughs> but, um... But Fat Pants, he was in EWA, right? Didn't he ref there a couple times? Yeah, Fat Pants, okay. he was uh, over there. Yeah, because is he still over at uh, Ring of Honor? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, all right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, do you guys have any other uh, stories that you'd like to share that, you know, it's not too crazy? <laughs> 
on the on the oh. PG tip. Because I know, like oh. you said, all them places that you travel to seem like I imagine everyone probably has its own distinct story. <laughs> I'm curious, what was Alaska like? Cold. <laughs> you no, eat a lot of moose. <laughs> no, Alaska was fun. Um, that was a one-time thing. Uh, I'm my buddy that still lives up there with the uh, owning. Um, I had initially met when I was going to college. I met one of my friends at the time was like, "Oh, my uh, cousin promotes wrestling." I was like, "Yeah, sure he does." But <laughs> it really come to find out, it was like MMA and that he was promoting. There's no oh. commission up there, so I started talking to him, and he ran an event, and it was fun. Um. I would think the funniest thing about the whole thing was is um night because we had Raven and Rick Steiner in and uh, Luke Robinson, but the second night um the promoter up there was running it and it had nothing to do with my friend, and at the end of the night they were doing this whole big thing where um you know they're just coming out with the whole locker room invades and Raven was hitting everyone with the kendo stick and then mm-hmm. the next thing. He starts chasing me around the gym, and Rick Steiner's trying to grab me. That way, Raven can hit me with the kendo stick, and I was not having it. <laughs> but it was it was beautiful. We got to go dog sledding. Um, what? The military base there. <laughs> what? Dog sledding. I like how you... That's... So how did that go? <laughs> we went and visited the troops there, which was a good thing because um, I'm back from Afghanistan or going to, but one of the... Okay. The girls was shooken up because she mean Raven was her idol, so he sat down and had lunch with her, which was really cool. Nice. Just to see the impact oh, wow. troops there, and then uh, yeah, it was good times up there. Nice. That's cool. Nice. What was dog sledding like? Right, like, uh, yeah, like how you... so we didn't really like you know get to like um, you know mush the dog. Uh, the guy was training, I think, for the Iditarod, and it was just like sit down, bring you around a circle, and that was it. We didn't really like, you know, we had to sit on the slide. Okay, still, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it was Hopefully fun. You didn't yeah, get no, pooped on. Cool, cool. <laughs> no, but I mean, there's moose everywhere. The, the other funny thought is like, you'll see moose in downtown Anchorage just running around. Yo, that's yeah, that crazy. freaked me out. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, cause moose are like ginormous. Like, <laughs> oh no, they're huge. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'd probably be freaked out too. I'd be like, get me in the car and get me out of here. <laughs> Right, but uh, all right. So, um, besides from Canada, oh, was that the only? Uh, is that the only international uh, referee you've done? Was in Canada or any other countries? Yeah, well, Canada was because I snuck over the border. Oh, okay. <laughs> how that? How did you he get was, past? He was a young and I yeah, was so sixteen through- at the. I was sixteen at the time. This was before the whole. You know, before you needed a passport and all. Oh, that before nine eleven. It was after. No, this 9/11, was after nine eleven, but still oh, before really? all the changes that there are now. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. I remember. So back then, like, I did a, when I, me and Jay worked a lot up in Maine for like three, four, five days. They would run. And Shout at out to Buxton. That time they all. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and they would also do. Uh, co-promote shows up in Canada with another promoter there. So I just called the, you know, the you know, the Border Patrol. 16 years old, I am going on vacation with a family friend. Yeah, like, you just need a letter from your parents' notary. I was like, okay. And everyone was like, you're not going, you're not going to get across. So I, <laughs> I went up to the main the night before where the show was. And much to everyone's not delight that I was there. Like, if you're not going to get across, you're not going. you got to figure out a way to get. And I was, you know, was told that we're going to leave you at the border if you don't get across. And I just took the note out, gave it to him, and they waved us through. <laughs> I was going to say, were you a little nervous, though, on, like, trying to enter the country and trying to leave the country? Or were you like, uh, I'm all good? No, I wasn't nervous because I was like, oh, I called you know and then my mom even put on the note like you know if you have any questions about this number to call me yes. so <laughs> at the time I was I wasn't nervous GA were you nervous <laughs> I, I was a little nervous for myself um, <laughs> I, I was nervous about ZTR but you know I, I had some uh, criminal history uh, that I was a little nervous about for myself of getting over having once in water by the FBI uh, wait what <laughs> What? 
<laughs> Y'all didn't know I was wanted by the FBI? Is it? Are you? Is this like? Did you is make this a for real? For real? <laughs> All right. Are you pulling that chain? No, I, legit. I, and uh, at Sacred Heart, um, the, the whole ID scandal story. I, I had to have told that. No, nah, you never yeah. told this. Oh wow! Um, well, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I was long. gonna say, are you allowed? Well, like, is a. Uh, oh no, I can talk about it. it oh, it's okay. long over. Like that, we had trial. There, it was a whole thing. Uh, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I should save it for another episode because, okay. like, it's a no, long story. You, no, you need to tell it now. <laughs> digest snippet or something. This is good. Readers, digest snippet. Uh, my freshman year of college, me and some friends of mine sort of kind of broke into the student ID office and, and sort of kind of made uh, some fake IDs. Uh, they weren't like, so, so they were school IDs with uh, with yep. our nicknames on them. Like uh, in college, my nickname was Kung Fu Joe. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so we made an ID for me that said Kung Fu Joe. Uh, you know, one of my buddies, his nickname was Boner. We made his ID. It said Boner. So it's got our picture on it. It's like a legit okay. school ID, but okay. we've got these these nicknames on it. Okay. Um, some other stuff went down, making the event much more serious than just us having some funny IDs with our nicknames on it. Okay. Um, and because of that, that got the FBI involved in the situation. Um, and... I was considered evading the FBI uh, because actually kind of similar to the night where Zach uh, stayed at my place. Uh, yeah. I had a uh, situation to attend to that evening. So when the FBI came to look for me in my room, yes. I wasn't there. Um, you know, and uh, so that uh, the next day I found out about it, I ran into some friends of mine and uh, who were friends with other people that were involved in this thing. And they're like, oh, my God, like, you know, these guys showed up last night, like called everyone away like they were looking for you. Um, and uh, at, again, I could get into a lot more details of everything, but uh, right, right, right. but, but uh, <laughs> long, long story short, I ended up turning myself in unintentionally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, got uh, arrested by a couple guys in suits, um, brought to the, the uh, Fairfield Police Department, um, and then had to go through about a six-month trial. I was dealing with 12 felony charges. Yo, um, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no, it was a whole crazy wild thing. Wow. Uh, was kicked out of school briefly. Um but be, actually, before the trial was even over, I was reinstated back to school. So that nice. was cool. Nice. And, uh, yes. And uh, didn't end up serving any jail time. Uh, ended up with uh, 100 hours of community service and three years of probation. Not bad. Just when you think you know somebody, this gets dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I've, I've had a crazy life. Uh, like, there's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, Vida Loco. <clears throat> right? There was, uh, there was a night that me and Jay did a show in Connecticut, and the only time <laughs> I ever went to Sacred Hot was, you know, <laughs> after the show, being thrifty and, you know, decides to wait for the free pizza. But, <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, we'll stay at my friend's house. Oh no, we didn't stay at his friend's house that night. We ended up sleeping in the car like indie wrestlers, <laughs> and it was in the middle of this like neighborhood in Bridgeport. And then I remember waking up in the next morning. He's just breathing on me with his morning breath and kicking him. <laughs> All right, time to get up, and we had to go find a gym to go shower at because he forgot to call his friend that night. <laughs> uh, sounds about right. Um... <laughs> so, what's that? Uh, uh, what's that? I was going to say, uh, I'm just re remembering a classic story involving the three of us uh, coming back from a show. I don't know where even, but uh, we somehow wound up like in Boston uh, and we were driving around through tunnels. Oh. We were lost. <laughs> yeah. <and> <laughs> I remember that. I think we were coming, we were actually coming back from um, Rhode Island because uh, it was a show and everybody went to the Dave and Busters, I, I think. Uh, the one that David Buss is like next to the like oh in the, yeah in the mall this mall <clears throat> that sounds about but, right 
but yeah, I definitely remember that that road trip. Oh man, legendary in its own. Music <laughs> <laughs> so, <could> cut out. <laughs> All of a sudden, oh, it just man, comes man, back out of nowhere. Three six mafia. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Every time I hear that, I think about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, good times. <laughs> oh man, so so, uh, so Zach, are you still are you still in the business? Yeah. Okay. I still right, work cool. on. I, I'm mostly just working for Steve Perkins nowadays, big time wrestling. Oh, okay, shout out to Steve Perkins. Uh, hey, your old uh, uh, Pittsburgh alumni. Uh, so shout out to him. I haven't heard that name in a minute. Um, so I was gonna say, with this whole pandemic that we just been through, like, how was it been trying to ref during that? Because I know some shows have had the no audience type shows. I like, you know. I haven't worked since March of 2020. Oh wow! Okay, I I don't want to work. I'm I'm pretty much like with GA. I don't. Yeah. When it when it was going on, like things are just getting back to normal now. I didn't never wanted to do work in front of no audience. It's just weird. It's not so much. It's weird. It's just it's time to take time off. You know, like mm-hmm. other things have to be done. Almost rush to get back to it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, cause I know I was uh, asking GA the same question before we got on, on air about, you know, his intention as well, you know, getting back into the ring. Same sentiment, you know. <clears throat> he wants to do it, you know, not just, you know, like a fluke type thing. You know, got to have some merit behind it, you know, sub- right. substance. <clears throat> I mean, things are just starting to get back to normal now. They, I mean, yep. they started back in June, but I think, I like I was saying to my, my girlfriend the other day, I think yep. things just feel normal <clears throat> now, like... I, you know, even though restrictions have been lifted for a couple of months, mm-hmm. things are just starting to feel normal again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Although things are going, uh, I feel like things are going back to mask and things like that. Um, I don't know. I was in Baltimore this past weekend and a lot of places had, uh, you had to wear a mask there. Uh, for, uh, in, for indoors? Yeah, for indoors. I can see that happening you know with, with wrestling shows as long as everybody's masked up i don't think that it would be like an issue you know unless somebody know, sneezes but yeah we'll see but, uh ring of actually ring of honor they're running a show coming up where yeah the fans have to wear a mask right in philly right right yeah because it, uh it was weird watching you know like big federations uh, wrestle, you know, with virtual crowds, you know, it was like awkward. Yeah, <laughs> I actually just uh, the other day watched, um, I want to say it was Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. Uh, mm-hmm. It was the night after WrestleMania from last year. Uh, mm-hmm. So, I mean, th- this is when there was no crowd at all. So no Thunderdome? Um, no, this is no Thunderdome. And it was just so quiet uh, and weird. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it sort of takes you out the immersion, you know, of uh, the match. Years ago, yeah, uh, Bob Evans first started like uh, doing like the Slam Tech thing and or NECW TV. He would produce it for the internet, and it was sort of like that. We were at the gym and like and the like, wrestlers were the crowd, and we would cheer for one another. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it reminded me of that when all this stuff started happening. Right, I can same see thing. That. Uh, and the same thing, I don't know if you guys remember the with the Rock Mankind Sunday Night Heat, uh, the Super Bowl FG match. Arena. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But somehow Half-time they were heat. able to they were able to work with that. But I I don't know how they that was able well, to that they went all over the building and it was okay. just one match. Oh, okay. So so it was a very... tape, though, too. True. Yeah. True. So they can edit so, the heck yeah. out of it. Yeah, that's Big true. time. Which goes back to like, should they, should the, you know, Federation should have did that instead? Just have, you know, taped matches if they're going to do, you know, empty arenas instead of the whole live thing? <clears throat> well, they were no, doing I a think... lot of tape matches. For like the pay per views, though, right? Like for, you know, WrestleMania and, you know, like the cinematic matches, but. Well, no, I mean, uh, like during the pandemic, they, they changed the schedule of Raw. A lot of it wasn't live. A lot oh, of it really? was taped, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I feel the wrestling will always be, you know, fans' involvement. It it sucks the magic away. Oh, that's what it's all about. There. Oh, yeah, definitely. Big time. Definitely. But know, I, right I, now, yeah. we are, uh, right before we started recording, I was watching last night's Dynamite, and yep. uh, 
the stipulation Chris Jericho against MJF. Jericho couldn't have his theme music. <laughs> and uh, so the whole crowd sings it. Uh, it's dead. <laughs> and like, it's wild. I mean, you know, they're in probably a 5,000 seat arena and yep. you have 5,000 people just singing this guy's theme song. And it's like, yeah, that's crowd that's interaction. Awesome. That's, yeah, big time. Yeah, you know? and that's the way wrestling's meant to be, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, you know when you broke in, Jay, you always remember everyone saying, change it on the fly all to what people are how they respond and it's oh, true yeah, i mean like that's when the i best broke in it was all work on, work the on the fly mm. Mm. completely and it was like some uh you remember the match that uh jake the snake and rick martell had when um jake was blinded by uh whatever the, oh, the blindfold match yeah and the, yep. and, the, and the crowd had the guy jake over to where martell was yes yep and what they're at Arrogance, yes. <laughs> Still one of the best oh, things exactly. that I, I had the fortunate to be a part of, though, was uh, Jake wrestled Bob at the PAL for top rope. And, I mean, Jake couldn't really do much because of his health. Uh, he was coughing a lot that day. Yoga. Yeah. And, but mm-hmm. regardless, I mean, he didn't – all he had to do was just the, the short arm line and the DDT and – Right. Literally for the ten minutes they're out there, the people were chanting DDT the whole time, and I got goosebumps up and down my arm. It was crazy, <laughs> nah, just to hear that reaction. Did he bring out the snake? I know, you yeah, know, Damien's probably they, long gone, but <laughs> they got him a snake. Yeah, he had a snake. <laughs> got him. I mean, <laughs> that, that's a big part of the attraction. Yeah, exactly. How you have Jake the snake without the snake? <clears throat> it was years ago. Um, Jake wrestled Dirty Di- player in Connecticut. At, in Bridgeport, actually, at that Cardinal Sheehan Center. And what was funny about it was Don Montoya was telling Jake the Snake, oh, I'm afraid of snakes, please, whatever, with the snake. He's like, no, don't worry about it. So after the match, Jake takes the snake, opened up his pants, and put the snake's head down there. Oh, <laughs> oh that's bad. <laughs> right. it, it was. Jake, the uh, master of the rib. Yep, you shouldn't have never told Jake that you were afraid of snakes. Yes, exactly. speaking, speaking of ribs, that either one of you had a rib played on you before, or you ever pull a rib on a fellow wrestler or a ref? <clears throat> I've had a couple ribs played on me over the. Who has? I've had. I mean, Eddie Edwards, and DC, Eddie Edwards and DC Dillinger were notorious for that. They padlocked my shoes once. <laughs> I mean, after they had a good laugh, they were nice enough to give me back the keys. Um, <laughs> I once went to a party at Jose's house, and I don't know if this is public knowledge, but it is kind of funny. Um, I went to go do a shot, and he replaced the the liquid of whatever it was supposed to be with fresh detergent. What? So I yeah yeah yeah. Long time ago, I just walked in. You know, I was like, hey, give me that raw, and just took the shot. It was like lemon, whatever. And I was like, oh, it was bad. I was burping up bubbles, oh. which was pretty funny. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. as long as we got like poison at the same time. Right. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you know, I when I first started, I was an annoying little prick, you know, at the time. And I'm, I'm sure people still say that now, but I remember, you know, guys would hide my stuff in the locker room. I mean, thank God for Anthony. I remember one show, some of the guys like hitting my bags like way up, and he had to go get it for me. But nothing really too bad. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, did you pull, pull any uh, ribs on anybody else? On anyone? or? No, I have never oh, pulled good. any ribs on anyone. I don't right. want to deal with the backlash. Especially if you're getting, like, you know, guys that were notorious for, like, mentioning DC and Eddie before, you know. Mm-hmm. They, they love the rib people, and they could take a rib, and they would give it back to you 20 times worse. So... <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I, I've seen some horrible ribs played. Oh, for real? Like, how bad yeah. are we talking about? Um, I remember <laughs> them putting Nair in someone's hair gel before. <laughs> yeah, that's evil. Hair. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's evil. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, um, I remember one time, too, there was a wrestler that no one liked, and they took super glue and put it. His uh, locks on the door inside, so he couldn't get in the car. Man, <laughs> 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 uh, did you have anything uh, pulled on you? Um, I mean, thankfully, most people 
don't try to rib me. The the closest thing I can think of to a rib is, uh, <laughs> and I don't even know if rib is. All right, well, but uh, yeah, the, I don't even know if rib is the right term here. But uh, this is in my very early rookie uh, days, my first year of wrestling, and okay. I was booked up in Maine um, against. Uh, I'm not going to name them by name. I'm just going to say uh, they were a well-known older wrestler in the state of Maine and uh, for myself at the time I wasn't too aware of who they were about their reputation Uh, but apparently they had a reputation uh, (laughs) for liking to uh, get close with uh, the young wrestlers and um, I was booked to wrestle him and you know I don't know about his reputation and he's like oh let's go over the match in the back which is pretty normal and they tell me he wants to do like some amateur stuff and he's like, oh, like, get down on all fours. And I'm again, I'm like, all right, like, you know, we're doing some amateur wrestling stuff. Cool. I've got a little bit of a grappling background. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, he's like riding me on my back and all this stuff. And <laughs> at the time, I didn't think anything of it. But uh, later on, learning about his reputation and everything, I'm like, okay, that, that, that was a type of a rib. Uh, I would not let that happen again. I wouldn't say that's a rib. I would say that's that's people that luckily did I lose you guys? Weeded out over the years. <laughs> oh wow! Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, yeah. That, those those. That, can you hear me? That didn't sound fun. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Those, yeah, those people. The, that that's not fun. That's that's. People that had to go. You remember Butch Petrillo, GA? GA? Did we lose you? I think we lost him. I think we I think we did. But he's still connected, so I don't know if he uh, went through a might do went, went through a wind tunnel or something. I I don't <laughs> Let's give it a minute, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say uh he might be able to uh, hear us. Uh but yeah. Uh we are experiencing some technical difficulties for the time being, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but we shall be <laughs> getting our other host back. Oh no, he's gone. Yeah, but he'll be. I don't know. Let me send him uh, an invite. <clears throat> I mean, you can edit. Okay, there he is. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All so we good. Right, all right. Sorry about that. No, it's all right. I'm wind tunnels. I'm wind tunnels, yo. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was saying, my story. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, saying yeah. that's not so much of a rib. That's just so much of the guys. Some guys back then being weirdos, and thank God they're no longer around. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Remember? Do you remember Butch Petrillo? That that dude? Yeah, I do. Oh, another one that I'm glad is gone. <laughs> 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 he would like come up when I was younger. He would come up to me and like caress me and be like, "Oh, you're gonna be such a strong boy." I'm like, "Dude, get away from me!" <laughs> Please. Ah, uh, yeah. Just the business was very different back then. It was. It was comical. I, all the carnival type people that used to be around. I missed them. Yeah. Right. Like uh, Mikey Spada, the best promoter in New England. Mike was always good to me. I can never talk anything bad about Mike. I'm not saying anything bad about him. No, 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 no. I know you're not. I'm just saying this. <laughs> a lot of guys out there can say what have had stories over the years, but Mike always treated me well. No, I feel you. But there are a t- countless Mike Spotter stories. Cool. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Didn't you work for him or no? I worked for him one time. Um, How did that go? I'm trying to remember now. I'm like, who did I work and what was the... uh, Did he give you the infamous speech afterwards? There's no pay tonight. It's just a tryout. Get you next time. Oh, completely. (laughs) completely. I can't tell you how many promoters I've gotten that that speech. Ah, brother, it was a lighthouse tonight. But, uh, you know, I got you (laughs) next time, Tim. Yeah, but... Mike, Mike always took care of his guys, though. I mean, if Mike, he took care of you. If he could get over on you, he would exploit it. But Mike was always a good guy. Oh, all good. I've got nothing bad to say about him. I know. I'm just. And, uh, but yeah, good times. Good times. 
I feel like we are uh, reaching the end of our conversation. We've been on here close to an hour now. That we have. That we have. Um, so uh, going forward, though, uh, I know you mentioned you both of you guys are you know waiting to get back into the ring at the right moment. Um, so in the meantime, I was gonna say, Zach, do you have any you know social media or anything you want to you know uh, promote uh, while we have you? Nothing really to promote. I'm on Facebook as my real name, Zach Cotter. But other All right. than that, nothing really. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, hopefully, you know, you, both of you guys will get back in the ring at the same time. Hopefully, you guys uh, will have, you know, be able to in the ring. Uh, you know, ref, uh, Zach Reffin, GA Wrestling uh, opponent to be uh, named in the future. So, hopefully, that happens. You need, you need to come to something. I haven't seen you in forever. Yo, once it's... Uh, a is in distance of uh, gyrable distance, and it's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, like, like you said, if, if, if a promotion worthwhile. <laughs> I'm becoming to like some backyard promotion. I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> but definitely, we all definitely need to, you know, pull back like Voltron. You know what I'm saying? If not 2021, definitely 2022. You know what I mean? <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, Zach, I definitely, I know GA as well, appreciate you being on uh, our podcast. Uh, definitely enjoy the uh, conversation uh, that, you know, we had with you today uh, from your most humble beginning uh, up to now. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, GA, do you have anything that you want to announce or pop or discuss? Um, you know, as always, anybody out there looking to use some Blackstone Lab supplements, go to blackstonelabs.com. Use mm-hmm. the account code Osiris underscore the champ. Uh, get a shameless plug for the show. <laughs> you know, got, got to represent. <laughs> Best supplements in the world, Blackstone Labs right now. Uh, I'm using a, a whole number of their supplements. Um, but I just recently started taking some of their creatine and uh, I'm definitely noticing some of the gains. Dope. Dope. Well, uh, if you want to take us out on that note, Mr. Osiris. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Zach, again, thank you very much for uh, joining us on our show. You are Mm -hmm. our uh, second ever uh, guest. And uh, so we are very appreciative of that. Yeah, we are. Uh, No problem. Thank you. And uh, for everyone else out there in Radio Land, uh, is this on radio? No, I guess not Radio Land. What do you call it? Uh, um, uh, the, the interweb, Podcast I guess. Interweb? Yeah, you know, spotted, you know, all the streaming net, uh, applications. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, for everybody out there listening on all of your streaming applications, you could have been anywhere in the world right now, but you are here with us. And we greatly appreciate that. And on that note, we've got actually, whoa, 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 whoa. I just realized oh. I, I should not be the one to count us out this week. We, we, we have an actual referee on the show. That um, we do. Mr. Carter, would you mind giving us a, a, a good three count, please? One, two, three. Ding, ding, ding.